Hello, guys. Thanks for coming and joining me on your Friday or whenever you're listening to this. Welcome to Arbitrage Revolution. I'm dropping things. Um, just getting back from dinner with the fam. And I am looking up my sales and what I've been doing over the last week because this week has been amazing. We have sold so many things on eBay, Poshmark, and Macari this week. It's a record week for me, which is pretty cool. <laughs> um, Black Friday week. It, that's what we're that's what I'm talking about. Um gonna go into my sold orders on eBay. I want to tell you what I got. We uh I, oh this is a good one. I bought a cattle horn at a outdoor flea market. I don't know, two months ago. It's been there for a little while. Paid two dollars for it. It was polished, about 14 and a half inches long. Nice size, you know, it was bigger than the average sizes that were on eBay. And, um, I sold it for 15. It's not a lot, but you know, most of the other horns were going for about that price. And I think I had a coupon on it, which reduced the price, but, um, yeah, I did good on that. That was a good turnaround for $2. And then, um, these Nerf rival Helios, they are, um, guns that I bought on, um, Amazon, I got 14, I bought it for $14 and I ended up turning them, you know, getting a package, relisting them. I had two of them, um, turning them for $23 a piece. Uh, so both, you know, both paid 14 each turned around, sold it for 23. And somehow I made on the shipping. I was honest about like the weight and size, but for some reason, I guess maybe for where I lived, it gave a higher rate, but then when I went to buy the label, it wasn't that much. So, um, I think the average profit, the profit on each one was about $30, um, when it was all said and done for each gun, not bad. And then I sold my, my little pony, 18 inch princess, twilight sparker plush. That is a little, uh, I think it's about 12 inches, 18 inches, 18 inch high plush. Um, got that for $2. I didn't do so well. It sat around for a while. I only sold it for seven. I thought it would do better. Um, but I don't think I looked it up correctly when I got it at Goodwill. Anyway, I'll take it. And then that paddle that, um, we got the, uh, ping pong paddle. We did really good on that one. Now that does it for that. But then we have the Poshmark listings. Oh my God. I did so good. Guys, I was surprised at how well I had um, a week. It was like one after the other. I've never done so well. And I made the ambassadors right after the ambassador status. My sales picked up immediately. I sold um, a pair of Liverpool jeans. I paid a dollar for at the bins. I sold them for $30. I got a Gap hoodie that I paid about a dollar for at the bins. I sold it for 10 I got an Eddie Bauer Wi-Fi smart blanket that I paid. I believe it was $12 or $13 on Amazon under like some kind of weird coupon deal. Turnaround shit, uh, paid $49 for that. So, um, I mean, sold it for $49. So I made a nice profit on that one. And then an Alice and Olivia long sleeve pleated dress. It had a retail price tag of 300 on it. Um, I didn't pay that. I think I got that from free from a neighbor who didn't want it anymore. 
but it still had the price on it. And she had got it from Goodwill. I think she might have paid between six and twelve dollars for it. Um, I I sold it for seventy-five dollars. Seventy-five dollars to some lady in Hollywood, California. Thank you so much. <laughs> um, I'm saying that because um, that's a that's what you find at the bins, this or Goodwill. You'll find rare stuff like this. That if you pay attention in time and you really start looking at what sells and what doesn't, you become seasoned at it. You become better at it. And then you just start making a lot more profit. So keep that in mind when you start out. Just keep telling yourself you can do this. Just keep telling yourself, you know, it's a matter of time. I just need to get more practice. I just need to figure out how this all works. Give yourself time to get better. You don't, you, you're not an expert right off the bat. You're trying something if you're doing this. Um, for the first time that, you know, you've never done before and you've got to get used to what are, what are the market trends? What are people after? And after following so many people on Poshmark and sharing their items, I got accustomed to what might actually sell and what not to get. What does it move? And some of the things that I've picked up, there's some things that are still sitting there that, you know, button down shirts don't seem to do very well unless it's a certain caliber. Um, so I don't pick them up anymore because I'm finding they don't do well. Gap hoodies do well. Gilly Hicks, which is an out of style, uh, which is a, a vintage thing now at this point, cause they don't make them anymore. Uh, it, hoodies are worth something. Um, anything that says Eddie Bauer on it. Great. Harley Davidson, you know, wow. Um, so like give yourself permission to learn it. Don't be hard on yourself and just keep encouraging yourself to learn it. Now I want to talk about Mercari today. I've never really talked about it much before and I've got some things listed on there and there's some results that I have. I've only sold one thing so far. There's like, it's a lower priced phenomena. Like I'm finding that unless you have new it tags and you have a highly sought after item, it's almost like the uh, tag sale of these, uh, you know, other platforms. So Macari's great. It's so simple. It's so much easier than eBay to use. Um, and I think you just have to figure out your pricing. And that's what I'm doing now. I've been adjusting my listings. I've been trying to, you know, get a picture of what I need to do. I go in there. I switch prices. I make offers. So it all depends, you know, on what you got. Like I sold a Vera Bradley rare rag, a uh, bag, Vera Bradley rare bag. There you go. Um, last week. Um, and I think it was really highly sought after and I did well because of that. But some of the items I've recently posted are, you know, things that had comps on, on eBay for, but, but over here, I, I'm not custom for searching, you know, on, on what, would have been a sold comp for on Macari. I'm getting all my information from eBay. Um, I'm still sorting it out, but but listing is so simple, easy. Uh, it's ridiculous. Uh, you know, if you want a simple platform to start on, start on Macari. It's www.m as in Mary, e as in Edward, r as in Richard, c as in cat, a as in apple, r as in Richard, i mercari.com. Um, and try it, uh, get, put a couple things up. You'll see it's really rather simple to do. Um, tracking everything, looking at everything is really quite easy. Um, as far as my Poshmark progress, 
I've been telling you how my, how my closet's been growing. Last time I spoke to you, I had about 39,000 people I was following. Now I'm up to 42,000. And I think I had about 21,000 followers and I'm up to 24,600 followers now. Um, so that's going up. And I find that um, a lot more of my items are getting shared more often. Um, and it's, you know, a nice situation <laughs> because then, um, you know, I'm, I'm doing all, you know, the sharing on my end. And plus I have all these other people that are sharing my stuff and putting it in, out in front of people who I'm not following or that are not following me. So this social media thing so far has been a success. This, what I mean by that is the platform that is Poshmark. It is kind of like Facebook, but for sales. You're following other people, you're checking them out, you're um, sharing their stuff, you're lifting each other up, kind of. It's like, that's the kind of community it is. It's, I'm going to share your stuff and you share my stuff and maybe somebody will buy it. <laughs> that's pretty much the philosophy of it. Um, but I'm finding that I like it and I'm doing okay doing it. And I'm, as the more I learned about its algorithms, how often I share each day, I share my entire closet like three or four times a day during my breaks. I go and share it again in the morning. I share it before I start my day at work. I share it during my lunch break. I share it after. And then again, before I go to bed. So there, there's a lot of times when I share it and I'm finding that I'm getting likes and I'm making counter offers just for this simple Thing. If I'm bored and I'm waiting in line somewhere, I'll take out my phone and pick up some more followers and follow some more people and share some stuff. And before I know it, you know, 30 people are sharing my things again. So it's a nice little rhythm of sharing and following and it's resulting in sales for me. Bottom line it is. So I'm going to keep doing it because <laughs> I think the more I do it, um, the better the outcome. So I haven't seen a negative result from trying. It's all been positive. And I got my little Poshmark ambassador under my picture. That's also cool. Um, so yeah, now I wanted to go into, I have two questions from this week. Um, we're going to be ending here in a little bit, but we have two questions from this week. Um, I'm, I think I'm going to botch this name. I think it says Abdullah. Um, and this person is from, it just says Tennessee. Now, Abdullah wanted to know if there were any other places other than Goodwill that I consider going to, um, you know, to find stuff. Because, like, in his area, there's not a lot of stuff. Abdullah, I would tell you that um, Salvation Army is another good one. And there's a lot of mom and pop type consignment places. Maybe that's not the best, but there are some secondhand stores. If you look up um, like uh, donations, uh, clothes, or or something like that, it'll give you what's near you. Um, there might be, there's some places that are like church type run, maybe synagogue, maybe um, mosque type run um, outfits that sell things on a lower cost from donations to help, you know, the proceeds help the church or whatever, or, or their synagogue or their mosque. Those are um, some other ones to consider. So when you're searching for places to look, try those. And then there's the Amazon outlets. Um, I know in my area, there's one in New York, um, in Astoria, New York. And then, but I know that there's some down south too, like in South Carolina, North Carolina, Georgia. I don't know about Tennessee, but I'm sure if you searched it, you'd probably find it. 
so these are some other areas just other than I know I talk about the Goodwill bins. Those are the things that are easy for me to get to. But I would try those. And don't forget, when it's nice out, hit your tag sales, hit your flea markets, your indoor estate sales. You wouldn't believe the amazing things you can find. Okay, so make sure you check out those things. Um, and then the next one that I have is for Suzanne. And she is from St. Augustine, Florida. <laughs> cool. My teacher used to love that place. Um Okay, so she would like to know if you have a complaint from a customer um, and you're questioning what you're questioning what it is that they are, um, I guess she's talking about like how they have a, you know, a problem with the item. Um, how do you handle that? And my best thing, I guess, Suzanne, is to make sure that to not allow any questions to begin with. Um, that's the first step. There are many different things, but, um, and I'll give you an example, but the first thing is to make sure that the orders that go out are packed right, are in there right, or that are clean and, and, and they won't get broken. That sort of, make sure you handle that. But then the other parts are, um, like I had a person, right, that I sold something to and I questioned sending it because the address seemed like a business. I even looked up the business address to see. And I and when I looked up the address, it actually said things like, um, yeah, this address is a problem. Um, I haven't gotten, you know, the item back. They were supposed to return it. And I saw like all these little other like forums where this address was popping up in. So I started researching um, my addresses that I'm shipping to first before I do it. Um, to make sure that where it's going is going to get there. Like I, I'll give you a, for example, I had a gentleman buy some van sneakers from me. Okay. Um, and the van sneakers, uh, were going to an address and I was shipping it and, and the post office and UPS and FedEx all told me this address was not accurate and that I, sh that they weren't going to be able to provide me. I could have like overrode that and went on another site and just bought the label and overrode it and or going to the post office and got it but i didn't i i actually told the person i responded to them in an email i said look i i'm trying to ship these sneakers to you and the address is coming back as non-deliverable and i don't feel comfortable sending these out could you double check this address and then let get back to me no response i did it on the second day no response I did it on the third day that I'm supposed to get it by because I say I ship in three days. No response. I canceled the sale. I would have made a lot of money, but I did end up selling them two weeks later, but I canceled that sale. I'm not going to risk it. It's not worth it to me. I don't make a lot of ton of money. I, I don't have it in me to like dish out sneakers and lose them in the mail willy nilly. I'm not. And so that's another thing. And then consider partial refunds. So if someone tells you they had a problem with the order that you sent out um, and they're saying, you know, that it arrived, but it was a mess and they had to clean up, but it, it's still okay. But like it was, you know, consider refunding $5 or, you know, if, if you sold it, you, may, you know, for $30, consider a partial refund for the problem. It's better than getting a bad rating. Okay. And then, or, you know, if it's broken, obviously, ask for images, maybe, um, tell them you, you know, you need to, 
uh, maybe report it to the post office and you'd like some images and that, you know, consider whether you want it back or not because it might end up costing more just to get it back. If you feel that you're looking at an image of something you sent and you feel like it's legitimately, legitimately broken, that is probably best to refund it. There are losses with dealing with these things sometimes. Um, but to prevent them, make sure that in the beginning you have everything set up. I don't know exactly what your issue was. It's a good question. Um, I hope some of the things that I explained help. But yeah, those are some things that you can caution yourself on. And then check out, like, if you're getting an item, a, a bidder, like, for example, on eBay, and there's no feedback, it's like their first sale or, or nobody's, you know, done any feedback and it's a brand new um, ID, you know, uh, username, make sure you just, you know, do your homework and maybe take pictures before the item goes out or, you know, keep that correspondence fast and shipping fast and, you know, go from there. I had one gentleman that I shipped something. I test everything that goes out of here. I tested that leap pad. I tested it. It worked. It worked loud and good. And every single button corresponded. He tried to tell me that the button, that the thing, only the letter A doesn't work on it. And I said, Make sure you replace your batteries and get back to me because I tested that item before it left and it was working. He never responded back. Some of these people will try to see what they can get away with just to see if you'll just refund the money. Make sure you like be confident about what you do. Test the things you send out, but then don't just take their word for it. Do a little investigating. Ask for certain things. You know, don't just say, okay, I'll send your money back. You want to provide good customer service. Obviously, you want your customers to be happy, but you'd also got to look out. There's a lot of people out there who will try and take advantage. So hopefully that information helps. Um, that's the week in Arbitrage Revolution. We continue to try to lift our listing numbers. I'm going to the bins tomorrow morning, and I'm going to get more stuff. So I'll be listing hopefully this weekend and um, trying to ride out this holiday fun sale time that I'm having. I hope you guys are experiencing the same thing. Um, again, you can write me some correspondence if you have a question um, on Spotify. You can go ahead and send me information that you'd like to know. Or if you have info, info you want to share, let us know. Um, I hope you have a wonderful weekend. And I will talk to you next week. Bye.